Hey, 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 it's Pastor Mike. If you love what we do at Time of Grace, speaking biblical truth into everyday issues, then you are going to love the podcast, The Non-Microwave Truth, by my friend and brother in Jesus, C.L. Whiteside. C.L. is a high school educator and a coach who isn't afraid to take on tough topics, but always through the lens of God's Word. Just search for The Non-Microwave Truth wherever you get your favorite podcasts. In our series this week, we are hanging out with Jesus at a wedding at Cana. And we're seeing how things just aren't adding up. They don't really make sense right at the surface, right at the start. We saw in our last video, the last devotion, how Jesus has a strange interaction with Mary. And I want to continue that conversation. Mary goes up to Jesus and says, hey, they've, they've run out of wine. And Jesus says, why do you in- involve me? And then he says, My hour has not yet come. So it sure sounds like Jesus has no plan, no intention whatsoever of doing anything. Why do you involve me? My hour has not yet come. And then like in the next verses, he does something. Like the timing of Jesus just doesn't really make a lot of sense here. And by the way, you know what that's like and you know what that feels like. I'm sure there's been times in your life when you go, there's no way God has really a great interest in doing anything about this. And maybe that this is something small, pretty insignificant. Like, why would God care? And then there's this huge, amazing way that like God himself did this. It's just so obvious that God interrupted and he, he intervened. And you go, wow, God cared about something that small? And then there can be other times when you've got this big pain, this big problem, this big adversity. And where's God? And you're waiting and you're waiting and the timing of God just just doesn't make sense. See, that's what happened in this account where Jesus says, my hour has not yet come. Now, at the end of the video, I'm going to explain what that means. But first of all, my, my heart feels the need to say this to you right now. Jesus has not forgotten you. If you're waiting on the timing of God, you're waiting on God to interrupt and intervene, God, Jesus, your Lord, has not forgotten you. There's times in the Bible where God acts, but the way he acts, his timing seems a little bit different. Like, I want, my, my heart is drawn to, I think it's Luke chapter 17. That's the account where these 10 men with leprosy, they come up to Jesus and they got this great physical need, the skin disease that they can't get rid of themselves. And they they plead, they want healing from Jesus. And Jesus, okay, here's the plan. Go and show yourselves to the priest. He sends them away and, and they aren't healed. It seems like Jesus is just getting rid of them. But the healing happens, but it happens later. And maybe where you're at right now, God's got a plan, but the timing isn't right. And he goes, you just need to trust me. You just need to be here with me. My heart is drawn to uh, Mark 8. Uh, it's, it's kind of a lesser known story in the Bible. There's this account where this guy's born blind and he comes up to Jesus. They're interacting and Jesus heals him. But, but the healing of Jesus comes, it's like in stages. Jesus does this healing of the guy and he, and he looks out and he's like, I see, I see people, but they're like, trees. Like, in other words, they're blobs. (laughs) It's not crisp. It's not clear. And then Jesus later heals them and it's really crisp. So Jesus heals, 
but it comes in stages. And maybe here you are right now and you're struggling. You feel like God's maybe forgotten me and you have overlooked how God has gotten you through to where you are now. And I just want to assure you that God loves you. And he hasn't forgotten you. Just like Jesus didn't forget this couple and their need at Cana when they ran out of wine. See, Jesus went to them and he saw the need that was there and the embarrassment that was there. And he ended up saying, I can, I can do something about this. But really, Jesus filled their greater need. They wanted wine, but they needed something else. They got both. The 10 lepers that came to Jesus, the guy that was blind that came to Jesus, they wanted physical healing, but there was something that they needed even more. Now, God, because he loved them and he graced them, he gave them physical healing, but he gave them the greater need. It's the same need you have. And what is it? A friend, it's something you already have. You need a savior. You need someone who can love you and heal you and forgive you and interrupt your sin and take away all the pain and the guilt and the hurt of this life so that you have the ability to be with him in heaven. And that is what God has given you. And by the way, that's what Jesus is indicating in the answer he gave to Mary. When Mary comes to him and says, hey, they have this physical need, Jesus' answer is, my hour has not yet come. Now. Whenever you search my hour in the Bible, Jesus is refer using that in reference to his death. What Jesus is saying is my, the, the purpose, my greatest purpose of being here is to help you spiritually. Jesus goes, okay, I'll, I'll help out physically with their lack of wine. I'm going to do that, but my, it's not my ultimate purpose. To give people what they need, spiritual healing. That's my purpose. Friends, that's what you have. That's what you have in your God, your Lord, your Savior, that his hour came and he willingly went to that cross so that you could be forgiven. So that when your hour comes, your last hour on this earth, Jesus will usher you into glory. Christ has not forgotten you. He always fulfills for you his, your greatest need, his love. And it is always yours.